I'm going to read this to you just the way it was written because it's it was like, whoa, call me off guard. Make catch you off guard, too. Her message starts like this. It said, I think my boyfriend gave my son herpes. OK, but now she's like, what do I do about it? <laughs> this is a doozy today with Ask My Mom on the show. Welcome, by the way. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yep, it is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. My name is Steve Kramer. Thank you so much for joining us. The feel-good podcast that I do with my lovely mother. And we live, we laugh, we love my mom. And, you know, you know how we do this on a daily basis. And let me introduce you in case you don't know. This is Nancy Anthony, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So I want to give a quick update on my uh, uh, the new mini drama on here, which is called My Crappy Apartment. Oh, no. <laughs> um, if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, you'll know that ever since I moved into this new, what's a condo technically, is everything, like every little thing has gone wrong. Uh, like nothing works. Like I, I don't, did I tell you about the gas leak? I don't know if I said that part on a podcast or not. I don't think you did. Um, but it all it all started when I first got and when I moved in, and um, it was like one thing after another. Like the tub stopper doesn't work. The um, what was the other thing the, that wasn't working? The, my first, uh, washing machine. Oh, the, right, the washing machine wasn't working. So now I have to go after anytime I wash clothes, I have to walk my clothes up to the uh, the next floor up and go use a different unit to go wash my clothes. It's empty right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was that's just a total pain in the mm-hmm. butt, right? Um, the they were supposed to install ceiling fans mm-hmm. in there. It's like the one thing that I asked mm-hmm. for and the ceiling fans don't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, the, so last night though, was kind of like the, I finally kind of lost my cool about the situation mm-hmm. because so many things have been going yes. wrong. So I ordered this meal prep service, right? Cause I just, I'm a terrible cook and I just know that if I le- like left my own <laughs> vices, is vice or devices? <laughs> vices. Left my own, by not devices. <laughs> Left my iPhone and my iPad. Um, left my own vices. I will. I will. I will eat out every meal or have food delivered in. That's what I've been doing for three weeks now. So I know that I have to like. If I'm asked to go to the grocery store and pick stuff out and prepare it and clean, I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm not going to do it. So I know that about myself. And so instead, I I do like meal prep services, which is what works for me. And. So last night, finally, after like weeks of just eating, probably at least a month of just eating fast food, mm-hmm. I finally, um, I finally got my meal prep service in. I'm excited. I went to the grocery store to get a couple of things. So like, get it. It's it's getting late now, mm-hmm. right? Because yesterday's episode was running kind of late, and it's like eight o'clock, right? So I get the that night's meal prep thing out, and I put it in the pan, and I go and I turn on the stove. Oh no! And it's a gas stove, and it's like, and I'm like. Wait, that's not like because you know gas stoves they go. Oh no! As it's like starting to light, and there was no. So I'm like, oh no! So I tried a different burner and didn't work. Basically, none of the burners worked. I'm like, okay, like it's not not the end of the world. Like I texted the um the property manager. I'm like, hey, listen, like this is. It's like the sixth thing um, that's gone wrong in this place. But maybe I'm just doing something wrong. I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, Mm -hmm. right? Like maybe I'm just doing something wrong because this thing's going to be kind of weird, you know, sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that's that's the case. So she's like, no, all you got to do is just turn it to the the left a little bit and it'll start clicking. I'm like, it's not. It's not clicking. She's like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) So I'm like, it's okay. It's no big deal. Like (laughs) I I can wait till tomorrow. But I've already got like food prepared, right? right? Ready to 
to be cooked. So I'm like, well, I can cook it in the oven. Yeah. So I'll just get the, the pan out, I'll put it in the oven and just let it cook for, and they said you can put it in the oven for 15 to 20 minutes and I'll preheat it. No big deal. Go over to the oven, turn the oven oh, on. No, oven doesn't work either. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh my god! So if you're playing along at home, uh, yeah, that now adds the oven, uh, the stove, <laughs> the yeah, the gas. I don't know if I told the story or not, um, because it happened on Friday. I don't think I did because it happened Friday. So I, mm. they told me there was an issue with the fireplace, and so they're gonna have some kind of somebody come repair it. And I said, okay, it's no big deal because it's cold here, so everybody has a fireplace, uh-huh. and. So I'm like, okay, cool, great, sounds good. And so they came while I was at work on Friday, mm-hmm. and I come home at about probably eleven o'clock on Friday. I'm so it's like it's been the longest week ever, yes. right? So excited just to like get in my bed and like zonk out for a little bit because I had some stuff I had to do that afternoon. I was like, this is great. I'm gonna get a nice, finally get home at a, a decent hour and pass out. This is gonna be fantastic. <laughs> so then I I get home. And I walk in the in the um, the condo, and the whole place is filled with oh gas. My I mean, gosh. it's like overwhelming amount of no. gas. So, um, no. uh, yeah. So it's it's just I don't think I've had one day. Today may actually be the first day that nothing, knock on wood, has gone wrong. Oh dear! So but the day just, is young. I know there's still time. Oh, it's only dear. six o'clock right now, so there's oh, still dear. still time. Oh my! It's still I time. I think they should give you free rent. I mean, I honestly—they should not charge you. They—they they it's been just one thing after another. Check one thing before you moved in there. Last night, what I had to do was I, I had to I had to take my food in the pan. I just imagine this: take my food in the pan and then walk down the hallway and walk upstairs to the the, the unit that I'm using to wash my clothes. And I had to cook my meal in there. Then I brought it back down in the pan. Oh my gosh! It's fine. I just I can't get too attached to all this stuff right now, and it's just like maybe you should just move upstairs. Yeah, truly, just moving that unit. It sounds like that one's got more going for it. Yeah, than this one. So, anyway, they came over today while I was at work because I was like, I can't have anybody else come in this house. They basically were coming in every day, like when I got home at like one Uh o'clock, and then they they take hours to repair stuff. And I'm like, you have to come when I am not there because I can't. I got to get some sleep. And so um, apparently there was an extra gas line that was turned off that went to the stove and there was a, uh, a, a GFI switch that they'll, you know, the ones you see in your bathroom have like a reset button that it had flipped on the, uh, on the stove. I mean, on the oven. So anyway, they're back on. I made lunch. So. I just can't attach to any of this right now because I promise you I'll go crazy. Like I don't have any, I've got no mental capacity for any of this. So you think you'll be able to prepare your dinner tonight? I will. Well, I, I did lunch, so okay. I hope. I hope okay. so. It's, fingers crossed, everything goes Good. well. You know, I'm actually, and, and I'm, I'm more serious note. I'm actually having like a lot of. I'm really struggling with something right now that I just found out this afternoon, and I don't even know this is really appropriate to talk about, but I think you know that like I. I'm going to try to be as authentic and real with you. It's not like this is a, a bad or private kind of conversation. It's actually have a, have to have a tough conversation with my co-host here in a couple of minutes, oh. and I'm not. I'm really not looking forward to having this conversation only because I'm very protective of her and like, I want the best for her and I would never want to cause her any kind of inconvenience. And the news I've got to break to her in a couple of minutes, is just going to be inconvenient. So we, when we worked out and this is probably, I don't know, I'm supposed to be talking about this, but whatever. So when we worked out the deal with intercom, right, the new company that we're working for out Mm -hmm. here, we worked out obviously a, a moving 
um, a, a moving agreement, right? right? Like um, uh, allowance. And so we knew that we had just X, we'll just say X amount of dollars to spend, right? right? And so um, Jess also came out here with her boyfriend. Right. And, you know, I told her, I was like, listen, I'm, I know they're, they're just going to write us a check for X amount of money. Anything that we can fit into this X amount of money um, from your, uh, for me and you and your boyfriend, yeah. uh, that's fine. Like we, I don't, I don't mind like at tacking him on to this, to this bill, yeah. you know? Um, and so we, I thought, so basically the move that I thought we were going to end up paying was going to be right under this dollar. Amount. Uh-huh. Um, and like with flights and everything else, it was going to end up being like right around the allotted amount. Yes. Um, and then things kind of just kept getting progressively more expensive over the course of the move. Uh-huh. And so uh, it was going to be maybe a thousand extra dollars um, that I, I that w- w- maybe owed. And I was honestly just going to cover that money uh-huh. because it's been, you know, I mean, they're, they're kids. They're 27 years old. They don't have like a lot of money, yeah. uh, you know, to be blowing on, on a move. Yeah. And so, especially Jess, like, you know, she was part-time. I mean, I know she didn't make a lot of money. Right. So I was really trying, I was like, I'm just going to cover it and just, because uh, I'm, I'm glad that they, you know, they, they made the move out here right. and beneficial to me. Well, now I'm kind of stuck because I found out. So let's just say, and I honestly haven't looked at the exact numbers yet, but it was probably uh, $1,500, $2,000 over, which oh. is a lot of money. Um, but I still like, I was kind of going to be my, like, okay, like I'm, this is my gift to them mm. and I'm just thankful to have them here. Uh-huh. Well, I find out today I'm, I get my mail and I find out that our moving expenses were actually before taxes. <gasps> so the moving expenses that I got today was like a third less oh. than I thought we were actually going to end up getting. Oh my so now that two thousand dollars is, is more like about eight thousand oh, dollars that nobody accounted for, right? Oh. So I'm, <sighs> I just feel bad now, and it's not my fault. It's not my fault, but I was, you know, I was just really hoping to not inconvenience them with any kind of extra money having to be spent. Right. But now there's, I, I don't know if I, sh- if I should feel guilty. I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm feeling right now, yeah. but I just feel like kind of stick to my stomach knowing yes. that like at, we got to talk in about two hours anyway about the show yes. stuff. And I'm going to have to let her know, like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to, we're not going to be able to pay for your boyfriend's move. Yeah. Or is that something I should just, just cough up the money for? I mean, but it's, I mean, now extremely expensive oh, to where yeah. it was originally. I was going to cover a couple thousand right. just, you know, but now I'm like. I really can't afford to lose, you know, seven, eight thousand dollars in the move. No, I I think you just have to be honest with her and tell her exactly what you just told us. Yeah, and um, you know, she's reasonable and no, totally. I mean, I don't think it's going to be drama. I just feel like there's just a sense of like I hate to inconvenience them. It's a financial burden on you and them. But it's right. it's not your fault and it's not their fault. It's just something that you you're going to have to deal with. So right. I would approach it as, you know, this is the situation. How how are we going to deal with it? Right. You know? Yeah. You know, I you can say Ugh, I can throw I in a it. couple of thousand or whatever, but 
You know, I can't take the full brunt of it, nor should you. Right. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm so protective of her. It's, it's so weird how protective I am of her. You I know? know, like I just, I want nothing but the best for right. her. So it's hard when I'm like, oh man, like this sucks. Yeah. I gotta go back to them. Like, sorry guys. Like the 27, you know? So yeah. anyway, that's just kind of weighing on my, well, it's, on my soul it's a li- today. It's a life lesson. You yeah. Know? We all go through t- yeah. tough times and I'm sure that the three of you can figure out something to make it work for everyone. Yeah. No one should have hard yeah. feelings toward anyone. It's just right. the way it is. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Just one of those this kind of conversations suck. They, do. You know, they just suck. You're like me. They I do. hate doing this. I hate do. to inconvenience them with this. I'm sorry. Um well, let's talk about you because you actually got some I mean, are you excited about this news? <laughs> do you feel like you're one step closer to uh, I, I don't really know if it's if it's. I guess it's it's a good news. I guess it is. It's, it's kind of good news. news. No weird it's sense, just news. right? It's just news. Um, yeah. So I had an X-ray today, and my doctor tells me that I have a degenerative degenerative disc, which I've known about because that's why I've been going to chiropractors for a long right. time. Um, right. And so she said, you know, we can continue to do physical therapy and uh, some. Uh, different pain meds, um, unless you want to have surgery, which I don't recommend. Well, no, I'm not having surgery. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, at least now I know that my head is not aching because I have a tumor (laughs) or something, you know, horrible. Um, but you know, we all go through these things and I just need to find a new chiropractor and, continue my physical therapy and take this pain medication that she's giving me this naxaproxen, uh, which I'll start taking tonight and see if that helps and just get through it. My mom, in case you haven't been keeping up with the episodes is she has been, uh, having some weird shoulder back pain for what, six weeks now. This is the sixth week. So it's like kind of been just, and like, we're not talking about like, oh my, my back hurts. Like you've been pretty much. Yeah. It's been my neck, my neck and my shoulders and my head. So I've had some. You haven't really been able to do much though. No. You've kind of been a little like, uh, un, what would you say? Been like very um, sedentary. No. Yeah. Sedentary. There you go. <laughs> Which yeah. is very bad. Um, very bad. Yeah. And not like me at all. So. Right. Yeah. And then I. Well, that's good. I don't Hopefully sleep. that's like one step closer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just keep on doing what I've been doing and know that, you know, this too shall pass. Right. So, yep. 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 Yeah. Well, that's, that's, so that's at least a step in the right direction. That's right. Um, we'll just keep, I keep praying because I know that. Yeah. You know, thank you for that. that. Kind of stuff can help. I definitely in believe these, in prayer. Yeah. In these situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to the quote, I, I want to remind you that, I mean, today is the 22nd when this gets released and we're getting closer to the end of the month. And you know that I always get kind of anxious towards the end of the month because I'm just uh, nervous because Podcast Magazine comes out every month, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been doing very well and trending up on the list. We ended up at the number two podcast in the country and that's been really cool. Um the the problem is is that like you know that's a lot to keep up with too to remain number two is is pretty challenging so i just want to remind you right now that you know if you can if you can go and you can vote uh maybe every day now until the end of the month we'd really appreciate that because you know i've 
especially after this month, I'm already kind of apprehensive just because I haven't been able to fully focus on the podcast like I've been able to in the past. This will probably be the hardest month with a podcast that we'll have. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like once we kind of get through this, you know, and kind of get back to a normal mm-hmm. flow of whatever that looks like, yes. it'd be a whole lot easier. Yes. But right now, it's just been, there's been like this sense of like, oh, when I think about the podcast, I just want to make sure I'm doing enough for it. And I kind of right. just, it's, as much as I can do with the allotted time as I'm getting this radio show off the ground. So um, if you don't mind going and just texting the word vote, if you text the word vote, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8, vote to 888-Kramer8, then uh, I'll send you the link back. You can go vote for us. Uh, you can go down the show notes. There's a link there. Or just you can Google Podcast Magazine mm-hmm. Hot 50, and you can just do it that way, whatever is the easiest way. And what I'm asking you to do this month, because I think this would be really cool, is because there's three spots on there where you can vote. And so one of them is we're going to ask you to vote for a certified mama's boy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're going to ask you to vote for my my friend Jeff and the upside. It's the upside with Callie and Jeff. Uh-huh. So upside Callie and Jeff. And then if you could also in that third spot vote for Kramer and Jess Uncensored. That's a new podcast we just launched. And I, I, I would just love it if we can show this new company that I'm starting to work for the radio company that, Oh my gosh, like, look, it's our first month and we're already getting (laughs) uh, recognized nationally. So I don't know if it's going to happen because that's a brand new podcast, but if you wouldn't mind helping out, that'd be great. So those three podcasts certified mama's boy, uh, especially us because I'm just dying. My ego can't take a huge (laughs) like that right now. I really will start to get really anxious only because, you know, we like, I told you that we lost certified fans when I announced that I was leaving or when Mm -hmm. I left. And so I'm just, I'm afraid people are starting to bail ship. And I'm like, no, wait, please, please. I promise. No. It's um, so that the upside with Callie and Jeff and then Kramer and Jess uncensored would be awesome. 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 Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. And how about this? I'm, I'll, I'll make you a deal. If all three of this podcast make it on the, uh, make it on the, uh, the list, if all three make it on the list, then I'll have a special reward for everybody. I feel like I'm a teacher or something. Like, you guys <laughs> and we'll celebrate. And I'll give you guys like probably a discount in the merch store or something. We we'll get a pizza uh, party. So everyone's going to get a pizza party. You can all fly to Baltimore. Come live in my, I can't heat up in my oven, but <laughs> hopefully you can come. All right. Let's get to the quote for today, Mom. Okay. Um, As I said yesterday, this week is going to be all RBG quotes and her memory. This one is, to make life a little better for people less fortunate than you, that's what I think a meaningful life is. One lives not just for oneself, but for one's community. Mm. And my goodness, was she ever a proponent of that? You know, right, she really yeah. fought for for justice, particularly for women. Um, but you know, we we all have to take care of each other, and I think that's right. so important to remember right now. That sure. know, we're all in this together, and we have to stick together and take care of everyone in our community. And that's what it's makes funny a good because life. we can we can be so self centered, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I think it's kind of the, of the human nature at times yes. where you're like. You know, this is me and mine and I want this and I, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, when you take that, it's, it's almost like being in, in the flow when you're, when you're doing things of positivity, mm-hmm. right? I think that's where it's better to give than it is receive yes. kind of comes from, yes. right? Um, because that when you're in that flow and you, and you know that feeling too, right? Like when you give a gift and someone's super appreciative yes. of it, that's just a very small example of what I'm talking about. Um, 
But like, did you, because I, I always was was curious with you because my mom spent 24 years working for a transitional housing program for uh, abused women. Was that that, that word for abused? For homeless families, domestic violence victims mostly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, but like, let's also call it what it was. Like you had a lot of work to do too. Like you had, (laughs) what was your, 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 um, your fundraising goals every year? I mean, it was a lot of money to keep that place going. Well, in the end it was 1.2 million. Yeah. Excuse me. In a capital campaign that was nine million. So there was there was a lot of fundraising going on the last oh gosh, from two thousand eight until I retired in twenty seventeen. Um did you ever like get lost in that, you know, in like the business side of it? Because you know, what you were doing was was incredible, right? Um, like, you know, so special, but it, 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 it kind of seems like it was kind of like a job like anybody else's. You had to walk in, you had to hit budgets, you had to hit, you know. Right. I definitely um, missed being as connected to the families as I was in the beginning, because in the yeah. beginning it was just me. There was no staff, right. no nothing, um, me and volunteers. And I did miss that part. I missed that a lot. And one way I I tried to do that to stay connected was to meet with all of them together as a group once a month. And it was just called being. We were just being Mm. together. And there was no agenda. And those meetings were so powerful because we all shared our stories. And we really were great support for one another. So that's how I stayed connected towards the end. But yes, you have to stay in touch with your mission in order to be a good fundraiser because I'm out there advocating for them, right? Right. So I have to really be passionate, and I am. I'm still passionate about it, uh, about making better lives for these families and especially for their children because the children Mm -hmm. are the ones that drew me into this from the get go. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, you have to, you have to find a way to, to stay connected to the people that you care about and not sure. lose touch with why you're there. I'd have the same issue when it came to, uh, it's actually an idea that we stole from, uh, from Jeff and Bert and the gang in Atlanta because they did this thing called the big thank you, which is if you don't listen, to, mm. didn't listen to Jeff on the radio, on the radio, it's basically raising letters to the troops, and theirs was massive. I mean, they would raise millions and millions and millions of letters. We would get a couple hundred thousand. I mean, we would get tens of thousands of letters. But I think they may have gotten up to a million. I don't remember, but theirs was much bigger than ours. Wow. But um, I, I'd find myself at times, even when you are doing good, you kind of can get lost in the chaos yes. of it of doing good, right? Yes. Like, like I, it, it was just like, like our goal for the last time we did it was fifty thousand letters, and like that was such a big number mm-hmm. to have to hit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was such a big number. We were like, oh my gosh, how are we ever going to hit? And we'd be stressed out by the, the number that we were trying to get. Then I'd have to like pull myself back sometimes, be like, wait a minute, this is <laughs> even if it's just one letter, exactly. No, it's exactly um, it's a really, really good thing. And to that's do, what so. helped keep me focused too from the get go was if it's just one family that's helped, that's good enough. You know, right. I had no idea yeah. we'd be able to help a thousand families. Um, sure. 
And, you know, now there, there'll be even more. And we're breaking mm-hmm. the cycles for multi-generations because those cycles are right. now broken for the, for the kids. Um, but, yeah, you have no idea what an impact you can make, but you do have to stay focused on what your real purpose is. Yeah, yeah, um, and I yep. hope you'll bring that to Baltimore. I think that's such an you know I don't amazing I'm going to be thing. honest with you. I don't know that we're going to because, and the reason I say that is because the reason it's been so successful in the other markets that I've been in is because they've been big military towns. I'm kind of oh. apprehensive to do it in a not big military town. Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you what I'm really excited about getting involved with here is they have one of the biggest radiothons in the country, oh. and radiothon is. It's like the Children's Miracle Network, right? Yes. Where they two-day event. Like, for example, in San Diego, I think we raised, I don't remember our final number, but I think it was a little under like, I think it was like 400000 between all six stations last year mm-hmm. when we were raising money for, uh, what is, what's, the San, what's the San Diego Kids Hospital? Uh, Rady, Rady. Rady Hospital. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, right. Now, just this one radio station alone that we worked for last year, just this one station alone, it's the only station that does it, raised $1.4 million wow. in two days. Yes. So amazing. You see, you see exactly how, uh, like, it's, it's a big deal. So I'm, I'm obviously, that's a very tight community over mm-hmm. here when it comes to the health and well being of children. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. I, it's also new. I don't know what I'm doing with this radio show yet, to be honest with you. What if you just, I'm just happy to wake up and, and my alarm would be set and <laughs> just to get in there and fumble around and get some words out right now. We'll, we'll figure everything yeah, else out as we go. That's exciting though. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm literally going to read you the first part of this email because it was so jarring to me. I was like, whoa. Um, she said, I think my boyfriend gave my son herpes Hmm. and ask my mom here in just a few minutes. Let's talk about better help though. Before we get to that, um, better help is a fantastic, I don't know that I would be mentally sane (laughs) enough to even handle this podcast. If I didn't have my Thursday sessions with Dr. Jag on better help, better help is online therapy for just, just, Cut and dry. That's exactly what it is. And it's for people like you, people that don't have the time to like get out and find a therapist. And it's COVID. So a lot of even aren't even doing it. And so you're having what I actually had a friend. Um, well, you know, you know, Miguel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel was, sorry, Kiki, just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> Hang on, I'm coming back. Um, Kiki was, no, not Kiki, Miguel. <laughs> Kiki um, needs therapy. <laughs> Kiki, she's about to. She's so squirmy. I think she just needs to go out right now before she pees Uh-oh. on something. Um, she, uh, Miguel was was saying it's really hard to find a, th- you know, he's having a hard time finding a therapist because it's hard right now. Like it's, you got to go from like one to another and how do you, like, how do you do it? And some and then let's say maybe you like it, maybe you don't, then you have to call somebody else and get scheduled. It's too much. It's just too much. It's not conducive to 2020. Better help though is it's great because mm-hmm. they actually will assess your needs and match you with your, with your own licensed professional therapist. And it's like, it's like, private online environment. Like it's so convenient because you just hop on no matter where you are. You're at work, fine. You're at home, fine. You're on the go. You're on your phone. Like it's it's so easy. I've really been happy with the results and I want you to go try it. You've been thinking about things like, hey, I, I finally need to work on this depression or the stress of 2020 is just too much or the anxiety of relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief and self-esteem. 
It is so convenient. It is professional. And more importantly, it's affordable. It's cheaper than regular therapy. So in fact, they've uh, had so many people using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in over all 50 states. Mm, So I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. I'm pretty sure this month is Mental Health Month, isn't it? Mental Health Awareness Month? I think it is. We're doing a special on the radio on Wednesday night about mental health. So I'm pretty Mm. sure it is. Anyway, you can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. I'm like, do it. Like, like make this the month. Like, what's, don't, don't wait till October. Start it today. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. So excited to have Skillshare back on this week, too. We talk about Skillshare for a couple of weeks in a row. So excited to have Skillshare back on with us again this week, too. Yeah, Skillshare is online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people like me and you and my mom. Uh, and it's, you can explore your new skills. You can deepen your existing passions and get lost in creativity. Like for example, my mom joined the, uh, I photography for iPhones because she's like, Hey, I'm retired. I got some stuff to do. And what I'm asking you to do is like, let's learn some new skills together as a show and kind of take these courses together. There are thousands of ways you can learn new things on Skillshare. I mean, from anything from, illustration to graphic design photography creative writing animation fine art music and music production film and video marketing productivity freelance and entrepreneurship web development and crafts i mean there's just so many cool things on there so this is what i want you to do because i mean we got some extra time now and honestly for me for the the, the little bit i've done on skill show so far because i'm ready ready to like dive into something really cool with you guys we can all like join together and, and kind of take a course together is um it's it's like so takes your mind off everything that's going on in 2020. It's, it's kind of like better help, right? It's kind of a different kind of therapy over here. So why don't you go join? And I'm going to give you a two-month free membership to go. It's a premium membership too, so you can explore your creativity. And then after that, honestly, the annual subscription is less than $10 a month. So if you're digging it after that, we can keep going. So go to Skillshare.com slash Kramer, Skillshare.com slash Kramer. And I'll be honest, they're, they're kind of a newer advertiser, you know? So just by you going and getting that two-month free membership, you're supporting the podcast and try it out for two months and we'll keep talking about our experiences and then uh, see if you still dig it and you want to go with it. I really think it's cool, a really cool asset for you to have in your life. I've enjoyed it. I can't wait to dive in more. Skillshare. Okay, well, we're going to get to ask my mom and this whole... I don't even know. I don't know. Sometimes these, these situations are just so crazy. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know. Uh, you know what, Mom? We're going to bring back certified fans. And I, I was gonna, oh. I've been trying to find the time to go through and see who we have whoop whoop. Yes. And who not whooped whoop. Yes. And so, um, but instead of that, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to work backwards from uh, from the newest <laughs> person backwards until we feel like we've said the, the, that person's uh-huh. name. And then we'll because I feel like there's no, I'm not going to have the time to go through and spend an hour on this anytime in the near future, but I really want to bring it back because it's super important yes. to me. So we're just going to go one person at a time for now. Mm-hmm. And then when we feel like we've already said that name once, then we're going to stop. <laughs> or maybe you're like, hey, you've already said my name. You can stop the list and keep going forward now. Okay. So let's say hello to, to our, our newest certified fan. Our newest certified <laughs> fan is Diane D. And Diane is from, hang on, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> From a place called Twenty Nine Palm, Twenty Nine Palm. I don't know where that is. Twenty Nine Palms, hmm. Twenty Nine Palms, California. So welcome. Wow. We're so glad to have you. Whoop. Here is your official whoop whoop. whoop. <laughs> yeah. 
Yay. So happy to bring that back uh-huh. to you. I've missed that. So uh, thank you so much. And certified fans, you know, are people that kind of keep – really are the people that keep this show going financially. It's just your your monthly support of $5. Yes. And with that, you get all kind of perks. You get discounts in the store and soon to be even more stuff. So hopefully you can. Uh, you can join us and join the Facebook group by just texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And we would um, – We'd really appreciate appreciate your support. And I just want to give so, a shout out too to our fan fam. They're so awesome. I just want to say that. All right. They're so awesome. I love that little community on Facebook. It's so much. It's really cool. So much it's fun. I feel so connected to all of you. So thank you. It's just it's a cool extension to the it show. Is. So if you like the podcast, I just highly recommend. You know, it's 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 a it's something like thirty cents a day or something. Yeah. You know, so uh, it goes a long way though when it comes to producing this podcast. Yes. Okay, uh, let's get to Ask My Mom. So Ask My Mom is an uh, an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I think you like it because you can ask questions without having to like ask your family and friends because this kind of stuff, I, and I get it. Somebody that worries and is anxious all the time, like these kind of, these questions can kind of just, just roll through your brain constantly. And you don't really, the only way to get it out is to get it out. And so we can be that sounding board for you. And the cool thing is that if you, like if you're listening right now and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've got some advice on this. That's where this really comes alive. Mm-hmm. Cause my mom and I don't always have to talk you through it. Like, you know, right. but, some of the stuff we've never been through before and we're, you know, we're honest about that. So, exactly. you know, either we need people to call in or you just got to go check out better help. It's your choice. So, <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Slash Kramer. So I can get credit for that. Okay. Um, she says, and this is, this is just, it's just a bizarre one. Um, mm. I mean, not, I'm not even like, she's bizarre. It's just like a weird situation. I don't, I don't know. Um, so I want to do the ask my mom segment, but don't use my name or my Instagram name, please. She said, I think my boyfriend gave my son herpes, the mouth kind. I'm really upset right now. Not even directly. I'm so sad for my son right now. My son, who was three, came down with a really bad temperature last week, and his doctor thought it might be coronavirus. He had a test, and it came back negative, but he kept saying my lip hurt and crying. Mm-hmm. A few days later, he had a cold, sore herpes bump break out on his lips. Uh, the doctor told me it's from direct contact with someone who already has the virus. I have never had a cold sore in my life, and I know it's it's uh, it's that uh, I know that wait, and I know that no one else is kissing him. All I can conclude is that my boyfriend that I started dating six weeks ago must have given it to me, and then I gave it to my son during our nighttime routine. We do this mama fish, baby fish game, and I kiss him on the lips. I'm so mad thinking that my boyfriend would be so careless enough not uh, to let this happen. I just don't know if I should confront him, but if he knew it, he should tell me. Now uh, my son has to have cold sores his whole life. Should I tell him that this has really upset me? Love to mama forever. Okay. God. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't have kids. So when kid advice comes around, I'm like, I, mm. I'm just trying to think from the boyfriend. Let's see. Cause I can, I can give advice as a boyfriend, like, like receiving like news like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, <laughs> six weeks. Um, I, I don't know that there's any way you can actually confront him on that if he never had an outbreak like if you didn't ever see you know what i mean like mm. if you didn't, i i just i i can only imagine what that conversation would be like mm. um if you're just like hey so 
my son now has cold sores and I think it must be from you because I've never, oh God, I don't know, mom. I, I don't think I, I think I don't think you can even say that. Like, I don't think you can even like come forward with something like that because it's such a accusation that you don't even have proof or it's not like you have everyone's been tested and you know, you have the, what is it? H H S V one gene. Um, <laughs> I'm, where's your brain of this right now, mom? Oh no, I would definitely be having the conversation. Really? Oh, yes, I definitely would because if she has not been kissing other people and she has it and gave it to her son, then he may not know he has it, but he may know he has it. But either way, I would let him know how upsetting this is and just ask him outright, does he know if he has this or not? Don't say that you know he does, just ask him if he knows that, if he does or not. And if he does and he didn't tell her, whoo, shame on him. Well, okay. Yeah. So I, like, this is one of those things, like, like when my anxiety used to be really bad, like before I cut out like gluten and I stopped drinking and Kiki's about to pee all over me. I can feel like sit down. You're fine. Oh, we um, can take a break. You know, <laughs> she's still wrote, no, we just, we gotta keep going on time for breaks right now. Oh, <laughs> um, so I, I'll take a break. I'll never be able to come back. It'll be somehow something will happen. So we just gotta keep going. I'm sorry, Kiki. And now here come the nasty calls. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was telling you she had to pee. Why would you not just take her mm-hmm. out? Well, she can, she can hold it for five she has minutes. Her I promise. Pad, right. Yeah, I'm just, she's fine. Okay. She'll be okay. fine. Five minutes, people. Time me okay. on this, okay? And then nasty calls. If it was any longer than that. Um, so I would always be, especially like in my like young 20s days, I'd be super paranoid about about getting like a cold sores. Mm-hmm. And so like every time I'd make out with a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, like drunk at the bar, mm-hmm. I, the next like two weeks I'd be like, ah, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> So I would like research this kind of stuff like nonstop. So I actually just pulled it back up again. Um, it says 50% to 80% of the U.S. population have oral herpes. Really? Okay? National Institute of Health, 90% of adults have been exposed to the virus by age 50. Wow. I think it's just, and I again, I don't have it all, but some people just don't show. Wow. I would have to assume that I probably, from all the strangers that I <laughs> kissed in my young 20s, um, prob- I probably have it. You, Mom, you you may have it. Even if we don't show colds, I forget again. Go do your research on this. I'm no doctor, but I was I've, <laughs> I'm OCD and uh, hypochondriac enough to, to have done a lot of research on the doctor. <laughs> you have. Uh, so I'm, an expert. I'm pretty much an expert. Uh, so, so could you be I, asymptomatic? Yes, oh. and that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. It could have come. I mean, you may have had it forever, and like just never, hmm. <laughs> like never. Hmm shown symptoms of it you know Mm -hmm. so i don't think you can say anything i think that's a very uncomfortable conversation to have i'm he may have i mean he may have Mm -hmm. but what proof do you have that it's him like if he came in with a cold sore and then you were like hey then okay but like I don't know, hmm. Mom. But I can't. What do you, well, I mean, I can't imagine her continuing in a relationship if she doesn't say anything. She's not going to be able to trust him. She. I mean, I, are they never going to kiss again? I mean, how is that going to work? Call us she up eight 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 Kramer eight. 
888-KRAMER8. I just can't imagine saying anything about that. I can't imagine that being helpful I, because there's no, like if you had, let's just say some other type of like STD. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was like the last person you slept with. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I, this is, this is, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, I don't, I don't, do I feel bad? I don't know. I don't know because I feel I bad. Mean, your son, your son's probably going to be kissing strangers eventually. Anyway, 50 to 80% of people actually have it. It's like, it's going to happen eventually mm-hmm. anyway. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm torn on this one because I, it sucks, but I just don't know that going to your boyfriend and saying anything is the way to go. All right. 888. Call us. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Mom, I'm going to go take Kiki okay, out. I love you. Love you forever. <laughs> Come back with the good news in a second. Okay, Kiki has been taken out. No angry calls. It's fine. She didn't have to pee that much. There wasn't that much pee in there, so it's fine. All right, good news time. At the end of the show, we do the good news because let's focus on the good things going on in the world, not just the bad stuff. We can do a whole long segment on the bad stuff, so we take a couple minutes out of the day to focus on the good things, and we're going to start today in Thailand, okay? They say it takes a village to raise a child, but that was definitely the case over in Thailand recently. There was a toddler spotted trapped on a a balcony 40 feet up, and she was seen kind of tiptoeing on this high ledge, which just gives me the chills just thinking about it. It's of this building in Bangkok, and that's when her neighbors and the passerbyers teamed up to save her life. The guy's name is Sumrit. So Sumrit says that he was riding home when he saw people at the building panicking, so he stopped to see what was going on. He called a friend to help, and together, they actually the crowd formed a human chain, and they were able to scale the building and reach the toddler. Their effort took about an hour, but they got her down safely. He said, we still don't know how the little girl climbed onto the balcony, but we were all just relieved that we could uh, we could save her from hurting herself. And, uh, you know, it's in Bangkok, so the audio is not great for this video, but the video watching these people all just come together and create this chain is amazing. Uh, I would say most people don't even know this little child, but it's funny how, like, in... I, I always say people are good. Like, and it's moments like this that we see that. Like, there's no real reason for them to do that. It was just that natural human instinct to, like, do something. They could have just kept going, but, you know, they, they stopped and and they helped. All right, this story's going to get a little emotional, so go with me here because it's, it's really special. Um, there's a nurse that I want to recognize over in Kentucky who helped a, a dying dad see her son play football for the last time. So um, the guy's name is Scott Sullivan, and after he was diagnosed with his terminal cancer, all he wanted to do was to see his son play high school football one last time. And so he – backstory, he was given just weeks to live when the doctors diagnosed him with this rare cancer. I'm not going to even try to pronounce it, uh, but basically it's a cancer that affects the membrane surrounding the brain and the spinal cord. And thanks to this hospice nurse, her name is Jerry Humphrey, he got his bucket list wish when he got to see his son Cade play his very first high school football game of the season. So how this worked was uh, the nurse was like, listen, it's not good for you to go. It's not good for you to drive all this way in the car because it was going to be like seven or eight hours. And Humphrey, you know, or for um, – sorry, Humphrey is the nurse. And uh, Humphrey said that it, it wasn't in his best interest given his health conditions. But she reached out to the local airport, and within days, she had arranged for a dentist to fly Scott to the game in his personal plane, which, okay, dentist with a personal plane. And the proud dad was able to sit and sit kind of away from fans, sectioned off a section, and uh, and watch his son play. And then after the game, he shared like a really emotional moment with his son. 
And when the teen saw his dad, he ran over and hugged him as tightly as he could. And Sullivan says they created a memory that his son will always remember in that magical moment. He said, words could not be put into sentences or phrases to describe how I felt at that time. I was just so happy to see my son. So, um, it's cool. It's really special to be able to share that. You know, like, uh, you know, my dad's had cancer for, what, 20, 20, 21, 22 years. Um, it, this one sounds like it's a lot quicker. Um, but I guess you just never know. You just never know. You never know when that last time doing anything is going to be. So, the fact that he got a chance to have that was, I think, really special. All right, so we end the show with it made me laugh, right? And I thought because I've I've been dealing with my my landlord, my property manager so much, and like we just use that term so so loosely, like landlord. You ever thought about that, landlord? Well, comedian Neil Brennan, trust me, he, he put a lot of thought into this. You know what the worst part of having a landlord is? People think it's the money. It's so not the money. Worst part of having a landlord is having to call the landlord, landlord. bit of an exaggerated title, isn't it? For a guy who rents out rooms to strangers for money? Landlord? Like there's something medieval about the whole thing? Whenever I see my landlord now just to mess with them, I'm always like, my lord. My lord, I come to thee from the kingdom of apartment 4J. If you wouldn't mind taking off your cape, I need you to unclog my toilet. <laughs> yeah. All right. All of those stories, by the way, in the show notes. So go check them out. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Appreciate you. Love you. Uh, thankful for you. All the good things for you today, hopefully. And if you'd love to pick up some merch for the store, we'd be really supportive. Just text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H, to 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R. And I love you. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.